What's up, my love, and welcome back to the 1% Women podcast. This is your host, Gabby, and today we are coming at you with an episode for all of my Swifty babes. I'm going to be sharing with you guys the story of when Taylor Swift hugged me. So we're going to be taking it back to like 2008 or something like that, ancient times. And this conversation was inspired by a question that I was asked by a friend. I, I was sharing my vision of the podcast with a friend of mine. And my vision for the podcast is to just create a really empowering space for other 1% women to come on, to share their story, to share their mission, to share their vision, to make their impact, to express their expertise, and really just make it a really empowering place for other female entrepreneurs, high achievers, and leaders. And he asked me, he said, if there's one 1% woman that you could bring on to your podcast, who would it be? And Taylor Swift instantly came to my mind, which is kind of strange because I'm not like the biggest Swifty. But let's be honest, if there is one 1% woman in our culture right now, it has to be Taylor. And it has to be the queen herself. And so that got me thinking that I should tell you guys a story about the time that Taylor Swift hugged me and talk about so many of the admirable things that we can learn from her journey. So let's, let's block blast past. Let's, let's take it back to the past. Um, my favorite Taylor Swift song as a kid was You Belong With Me from her Speak Now album. And I would freaking love if you guys could like drop in the comments, we can do like a Taylor Swift celebration party. Drop in the comments what your t favorite Taylor Swift song was, what your favorite album was, what your Taylor Swift era is uh, now that she's in her era's tour. Um, I honestly don't really know why You Belong With Me was my favorite song other than the fact that I was obsessed with the music video of You Belong With Me. And if you want to just like reminisce on childhood, go back and watch the You Belong With Me um, music video. I also loved Taylor at the time because in the You Belong With Me album, the Speak Now album, she had that long blonde curly hair that was just so gorgeous. And I have blonde curly hair. When I was a little kid, I didn't love my blonde curly hair. And Taylor Swift really gave me permission to love my hair. Uh, until she created the red album, which she straightened her hair for. And that is the concept that I went to where Taylor Swift hugged me. So in 2008 or whatever year it was, I don't even know. I went to the Red Tour album concert with my best friend. This was the first concert that I ever had been to, and we had four seat tickets. But these four seat tickets were all the way in the back of the stadium. And at some point during the concert, a lot of concerts do this, but at some point in the concert, they make this little stage in the back of the stadium and they put like, you know, that big gate around the stage. And we got front row to that gated stage in the back of the in the back of the stadium and at some point she did a song back there on her uh, piano and at the end of the song she went around that gated area and was like giving high fives to all of her fans and she just so happened to stop at me and my best friend at the time who were sitting there and gave us like the biggest embraced hug that was just so incredible and even as I'm sharing the story with you guys right now I can remember it so vividly to this day how excited that like 10 year old version of me was that Taylor Swift had hugged me and what I think is so admirable about Taylor is how different she is now than she was back then during that red 
Red Tour album concert that I went to. Like she has truly evolved in so many ways. And that's what I really want to expand on and talk about today is the power of evolution, not just about yourself evolving, but what that actually looks like in the public eye. What that actually, because, because like, let's be honest, Taylor has completely changed over the course of the past 15 years into an entirely different woman or a version of herself all in the public eye. And I think that that just poses an additional complication, uh, even from like my own experience or journey of evolving as someone who has almost created an identity for myself on social media uh, and how that's posed different challenges for me in my own personal evolution away from the screen or away from the business or away from this brand persona that I have created to build my business and that I fucking love, right? Um, so I just wanted to have this pretty open conversation about what it looks like to allow yourself to shamelessly evolve. And give you before I do, I, I, I do want to give a little disclaimer to this conversation that like I said earlier, I'm not like the biggest Swifty. So I don't really know everything about her or her life in any real detail. I'm just sharing my perspective of her evolution from what I've been able to watch from a bird's eye view as like a, a really large outsider. Like your girl does not love the whole pop culture scene. I don't really get into the nitty gritties of it. However, I did watch her documentary on Netflix, I believe that came out in like 2019 or something. I really encourage you to watch it because it's a good documentary. But anyways, that's my little disclaimer that while I'm chatting about Taylor Swift's evolution, I don't fully know all the details, okay? So don't come at me if I say something wrong or if that there's more details that I left out that I should probably know. Honestly, I don't, I don't really care. This is what I see as an outsider, bird's eye view perspective of how she has just shamelessly evolved from where she started to where she is now. And as I'm recording this episode, where she is now is a knee deep into her Eras tour. And the Eras tour is basically a celebration of all of the albums that she has created so far in her career. So she started out in the country music space with Fearless and Speak Now, very country music-esque music. <laughs> Then she transitioned into more pop music with her Red album, which is the concert that I went to, and her album called 1989. So she started out in country, she evolved into more pop music, and I think there's some drama with that, but I don't really know and I'm not really going to get into the details. She So she evolved there and then after her pop music era, she shocked the world with launching this album called Reputation. And I want to dig deeper, a little bit deeper into this album of Reputation because it was truly a statement and kind of a turning point for Taylor in her fame, in her, her journey of fame. Because it was a completely different type of music than she had previously written before. So all of the albums that she had written before, both the country music ones and the pop ones, were really just all about love stories, about her relationships, about her heartbreaks, until Reputation, which was much darker, much darker. And basically Reputation, like read into the name Reputation, it was her declaration that she doesn't care about what the public eye is going to paint her out, who the public eye is going to paint her out to be. Like she really has truly just surrendered to the public or, or the media to paint her out to be whoever the fuck they're going to, knowing that it doesn't matter because it doesn't change who she truly is. 
that she's just going to stay true to who who she truly is throughout this entire journey or throughout her entire evolution. It came after, like, she launched Reputation after a season or a period of experiencing a lot of cancel culture, going through all that drama with the whole Kanye West situation at the Grammys, getting shit for being so public about her relationships in her lyrics and her songs. And to me, Reputation was just such a powerful, such a powerful statement and such a great reminder that whether you are in the public eye, whether you're on social media, whether you're a leader, whether you're making an influence on in the lives of others, like everyone is going to create their own narrative or story about who you are. Even if you're not in the public eye, even if you're not on social media, if you're even if you're just like the most average Joe, anyone that you come in contact with or that you experience they're going to create their own narrative or story about who you are based off of their own perception, based off of their own inner world. And true freedom is just letting them, letting them create their own narrative or story. Just let them. As long as you are staying true to who you, who you actually are, that's all that matters. That is all that matters. And ever since that reputation album we've seen taylor kind of pull her more recent albums back to the more lighter romantic love story type of lyrics but it really just you know goes without saying besides the fact that she is doing an entire tour to celebrate her evolution that she has gone through a huge shift and change throughout her career into so many different versions of herself as an artist, which to me, and hopefully to you, really just gives you permission to do the same, to do the same, to allow yourself to evolve. Because keeping yourself trapped in old identities or in old versions of yourself will truly hold you back from achieving your full potential in your life. And I wholeheartedly believe that as someone who, especially in this past year, has gone through a massive, massive transition. I think as high achievers, number one, we either don't allow ourselves to evolve because we're so defined by ex- like this external image that we've attached our identity to. I know that was me. I, I attached my identity to this external image as a fitness coach or the fitness girl that really posed a lot of challenges for me to be able to evolve out of that era of my life where it was my eating disorder and my recovery and being so caught up in fitness and fitness kind of controlling my entire life, really. So I had attached my identity to that identity. I had attached myself to that identity and it really was keeping me stuck in old versions of myself despite having this intuition and calling to go deeper and to go further and to expand my my purpose and and my career and my business. And so number one, I think, like I said, as high achievers, we either don't allow, allow ourselves evolve, to evolve because we define ourselves by the external image that we've attached ourselves to or created for ourselves. Or number two, all, I've also experienced this where we do evolve, but it comes at the cost of making the past version of ourselves wrong, which again is something that I've experienced even more recently after I did allow myself to evolve out of the fitness coach box and era 
it was almost like I made that version of myself wrong or I considered that version of myself a failure when really and truly that season of being a fitness coach and having that identity was such an incredible season. I built a beautiful business. I changed so many lives. I learned so much about what it means to be the healthiest version of yourself in that era. And so there's so much that I could take from it. And it was such a powerful era throughout my own personal evolution. And just reminding you that everything that you've been through or gone through happened for a reason and has brought you to where you are today. And I think in our culture, in our society, especially in mindset and personal development work, we can get caught up into this cycle of as we're changing and evolving, we're making past versions of ourselves wrong, which is only forcing us to carry more emotional baggage, more weight on our shoulders. It's not about making past versions of yourself wrong. It's about just shamelessly allowing yourself to continue to heal continue to become more conscious. And so this is a lot of the work that I've been doing too, is just releasing a lot of the guilt and shame that I carried for with the past versions of myself so that I can show up more authentic and embodied and abundant and aligned in my life today. And I think Taylor is a great example of what it looks like to shamelessly allow yourself to become that next version of you. And the Eras tour is a perfect celebration of all those versions of herself that she has embodied. And I just fucking love it. Like, that is so cool. And I really want this to be a message to you that if you are being pulled to evolve, let yourself. Or if you have evolved, make sure that you are not holding resentment or shame or, or anything to past versions of yourself through that. Because I work on this with a lot of my clients who have you know, broken out of old versions of yourself, but are still being pulled back into those old identities or sabotaging patterns or emotional places or limiting beliefs because they haven't truly healed that past self. And what I think is also uh, really important to talk about when it comes to Taylor's evolution is just the fact that she has been able to stay super real and authentic through it all. Like you can see that there is an obvious through line between every single album that she's created where she's writing her songs and creating her art based off of what she's going through at that time in her real life. And I think this is one of the major reasons that we're so attracted to her music is because that there's something in there for everyone to relate to. There's something in there that makes you feel seen in whatever chapter of your life you're in because she has shamelessly allowed herself to be super authentic in what she's going through in that season of who she is. And so despite her desire to really stay out of the public eye that we're seeing, like right, even throughout this era tour or as we're seeing her get into this new relationship with Travis Kelsey, like she's not the most public person. She doesn't like to be in media or culture. So despite her, you know, trying to stay out of that, she is so incredibly authentic in her music and in her lyrics. We probably know more about Taylor through her music and her lyrics than we do any other artist. And that's because she's so real. And so this idea of having a through line throughout your evolution, for me, has really helped me find my authenticity as well in my own evolution. Having this through line in your identity is basically this idea that as your identity is shifting throughout your life, there's always like that core foundation of yourself that remains true. 
to me, I think that there, there's this core foundation of who you truly are, but as you're evolving throughout your life in different seasons and in different chapters, the expression of that is going to shift and change depending on the roles that you're playing. So like for me, I was an athlete um, and then I was, you know, going through my eating disorder, then I was a college student, then I was in this relationship, then I was an entrepreneur. Like the core foundation of who I was never changed. It was just the expression of that shifted and changed depending on the roles that I was playing or the jobs that I had or the relationships I was in. And so all of those things are going to shape you in some way, but the core you always stays the same. And that's when you know, when you can figure out what that core essence of self is, that's when you can learn how to stay truly embodied, truly authentic, truly in alignment with your self along the way, along the way of your evolution. And I think that's what makes evolutions so powerful is that they allow you to continue to peel back layers and be even more authentically expressed. So yeah, I that's all that I kind of really have for the for this episode. It was just a little tangent, a little story that I wanted to share with you guys. And obviously, I always need to have a teaching teaching point with it. Um, but to just watch Taylor truly evolve and now celebrate her evolution in this Eras tour, I think has been really powerful. And I hope that, you know, listening to this podcast or watching Taylor's, Taylor's tour evolution, it just gives you permission to allow yourself to change and evolve. Allow yourself to have permission to break yourself out of that box of who you think you need to be or who you used to be. Let go of old identities, old belief systems, old emotions, old habits or sabotaging patterns that no longer align with the woman that you want to be and allow yourself to step in into that fully. Allow yourself to truly embrace your authenticity and let it shine. The reason that we all love Taylor so much is not because she's the best singer or the best businesswoman or has the best music. She's just authentic and that's what makes us attracted to her. She's created a, a life that is truly in alignment with who she is. She said, fuck who you're going to paint me to be. I'm just going to be me. And I think that's so powerful. And there's something that we can really, really learn from that. So wanted to share that story. If you're a Swifty, like I said, drop in the comments what your favorite era is, what your favorite song is, what your favorite album is. I would love to celebrate with you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this week's episode. If you did like it, if you want to share my Taylor Swift story <laughs> with other people, I would absolutely love. Give this a five-star review, share this with someone else that you know needs to hear this story or who you know needs permission to evolve in their life right now. Um, I would I, I would really appreciate it and it really does support the podcast. And yeah, thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.